Hello, my name is Özlem Sarıoğlu and this is The Coaching Program, sponsored by Sparkas, a coaching tech company that optimizes coaching and mentoring solutions for cultural transformation, talent and leadership development within organizations. Welcome to the show. Hello, coaching passionates around the globe. Welcome. You're listening to The Coaching Program, the show that brings you tips and tricks of designing and implementing successful coaching programs within your organization. I'm your host, Özlem Sarıoğlu, a professional coach and co-founder of Sparkas Digital Coaching Platform, which scales meaningful coaching experiences to larger audiences within organizations. Today, my guest is... Borbalo uh, Molnar, or as people know as Bori, Global Leadership Program Manager at Nokia. She's also the Head of Coaching and Mentoring uh, in Nokia, building and inspiring global communities, encouraging people to use coaching and mentoring to enable learning, development and growth. Hi, Bori. Welcome. Hi, Özlem. Nice to have you here on the call. And thanks for giving me this opportunity to talk to you about coaching and mentoring at Nokia. My pleasure to be with you. Yeah, definitely. My pleasure to have you here. Uh, So I already made a short introduction, but um, maybe you'd like to introduce yourself to the audience further. Sure. So probably what is most relevant is that I'm a coach uh, myself. Uh, So I've gone through the internal coaching certification program that we run uh, within Nokia and has been on the agenda for over five years now. Uh, I'm an HR professional. I have uh, been in various roles within uh, human resources. And my passion lies obviously with people, developing people, enabling their growth. Uh, so I wouldn't say I specialize in any particular topic, but I'm very interested in career development. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested in leadership and talent development. Uh, and maybe what I should share with the audience is that I'm I'm based in, in Budapest, in Hungary, uh, working, as you explained, in a global role uh, within Nokia. So I enjoy really uh, working with a global community of, of coaches and mentors worldwide. Yeah. Thank you. That's great to hear. And also, since you mentioned Budapest, uh, we originally met in, uh, with uh, Bori in uh, in Budapest in the very last event for me, at least, that I joined face to face before the pandemic happened. So uh, yeah, so it's it's a it's a special place in my heart that 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 day that we met. We met in a conference, and Bori was talking about what they do in Nokia, and I was amazed by the uh, by the extent of it. So. Maybe just a um, short introduction about like what's what is the coaching uh, program or programs in Nokia? How does it run? Great question. So actually, um, I can divide it into two. Uh, the first one, as I mentioned, I have also been a participant of, and then you know you you feel much more credible because you've done it and you can share your experience. That's the coaching program that we provide for individuals who want to become certified coaches within the company, supporting uh, colleagues, regardless of their position, experience, um, how long they have been with the company. Uh, We call it Coaching for Growth, and we have a wonderful uh, training company supporting us, whom we have been working with for many years now, uh, Inez Consulting, with some amazing uh, trainers, Um, We started with this Coaching for Growth program in 2016 in Nokia, so we have uh, quite a lot of uh, years behind us. 
first, uh, targeting more senior leaders uh, to acquire coaching skills and starting uh, coaching uh, fellows, but then extending to quite a large group of HR professionals and also leaders who were uh, keen to learn about coaching and become coaches themselves. It's an intensive course uh, which has a kind of refresher uh, following, which we call Coaching for Growth Masterclass, um, with lots of theory, but what is more important, um, a large amount of practice. So there's video recording, uh, the people going through this coaching training uh, receive feedback there on the spot from fellow coaches, mm -hmm. and they also watch the video recordings themselves so they can mm -hmm. learn by uh, seeing themselves on video. Um, the, the program consists of two modules and in between the two modules, the participants have the possibility to practice coaching skills and come back to module two with uh, some, some real life experience under the belt. Uh, the, the other uh, direction or the other type of training, that's uh, really to equip leaders with coaching skills. Uh, more specifically, uh, improving with their questioning techniques and paying a lot of attention to listening skills, active mm -hmm. uh, listening or three levels of listening. Mm -hmm. um, we use different, um, different coaching techniques and different coaching um, methods in this regard. And when leavers finish this course, uh, they are spreading uh, the coaching culture within their organization, mm -hmm. influencing not only their direct reports, so the teams working with them, but also their peers. And um, our aspiration is that they're also influencing upwards uh, the senior leaders above them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it is, uh, I also like the, the way you said, like also inspiring upwards, because that's generally the part that is very much mixed, um, missed and the uh, the mid-management sometimes feel that they're kind of alone uh, in this process exactly. uh, by coaching. So, yeah, that's that's an important part that they have an influence on the upper management also on the uh, on the on the people that work with them. Um, and uh, when you were uh, talking about it, about the trainings, uh, one question popped up in my mind uh, with the COVID. Uh, is it now face-to-face uh, -face trainings or have you uh, translated into digital or just are you waiting for coming mm -hmm. back to the class? Mm -hmm. Um, so I can answer shortly with a yes and no, but let me elaborate a little bit okay. further. So with the uh, coaching for growth, so the, the proper mm. coaching certification program, we have had to put it on hold. Actually, mm. uh, even before COVID, it was on hold because um, there was a feeling that we have quite a large community mm -hmm. uh, to support uh, Nokia employees. There was a plan to introduce this program again uh, this year, but mm -hmm. so far yeah, we don't course. see any possibility for, yeah. for travel and meeting face-to-face. Sure. -face. Sure. But with the program specifically for leaders, the Coaching for Success, uh, we managed to redesign it with our training company. Um, we uh, had a pilot um, almost a year ago, so back in September. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of courses running in autumn. And then we started again uh, this year uh, in late spring. Mm -hmm. And we do everything online uh, mm -hmm. from the video recording to the practice. Uh, we have lots of uh, opportunities for people participating to talk to each other. Uh, we use breakout groups, which are 
familiar, I suppose, yeah. to everyone on the call. And uh, the, the practice is also going very well. What we miss, obviously, is the networking in the yeah. evening after dinner, just uh, having chit-chat, um, mm -hmm. meeting people from different parts of the organization on different parts of the world. Yeah. Um, but so far, the feedback has been very, very positive, And uh, some of the participants say that uh, it makes their life even easier uh, attending mm -hmm. such a program online because mm -hmm. they don't have to travel. So it's yeah. easier uh, if you have a very busy working life. Mm -hmm. There is also, of course, the downside with that. So yeah. avoiding distraction is something that we make very clear at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My experience also with this digitalization of especially for the leaders, the good thing I recognized is they can actually uh, start practicing it immediately because they just get out of the training and they have a meeting maybe just after. So they start practicing it very uh, fast. And although I also miss that human element, the networking, you know, knowing each other as person in depth uh, still the, the digital is I think um, helps for the uh, learning to to sink in so yeah it's, it's it's good to hear that the experience is similar on your side as well I, I would definitely agree with you so um, something that I experienced also this year with uh, the the two courses that we ran was some of the participants coming back on day three and saying no it worked. Yeah. I tried it out and this was the effect. Mm -hmm. So um, indeed, as you said, they grab the opportunity that comes, be it a one-to-one -one or in some cases a, a team meeting that they run differently. Mm -hmm. And they experience that uh, the feeling is very different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, it's also I think a good advocate for the for the other participants uh, to you know open their you know ears more and to believe in the process. So yeah, that's that's Definitely. quite uh, yes. uh, yeah rich. And um, I I hear that you have then two programs that you designed, and and fitting for different uh, different needs in the organization. So what were the some dynamics that you had to consider while designing these programs? Uh, well, um, I don't know whether I can call it dynamics, but probably the, um, the workload that most of our participants experience, uh, the day-to-day -day life, that they are very busy, and therefore designing the, uh, the, the, the especially the, the online version in such a way that it can fit into the daily schedule. So we mm -hmm. organize uh, half a day, uh, four afternoons or four mornings uh, for these sessions. The the interaction among participants, so how we try to distribute the group um, mm -hmm. into uh, trios or pairs. Um, you mentioned also the dynamics, I think, on a personal front uh, what is the chemistry, what is the report within yeah. the participants is something that you can't really prepare, but it usually mm -hmm. works wonders and mm -hmm. uh, we have excellent pairs. Uh, coming back probably also to the first part of your question about redesign. Um, as I said, um, I'm very thankful and appreciative of uh, the training company that we work with because mm -hmm. uh, they are doing a lot of thinking and, and are really mm -hmm. our, our partners Mm -hmm. uh, which which makes my job very easy. Yeah, yeah. 
that's 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 generally if the organization and the provider are really well partnering i mean you're telling this from the side of an organization i can tell this from the side of the vendor i think that partnering is is one of the key things of running such Essential. level programs yeah yeah with, yes. with that kind of um uh, especially r- large reach uh I know the the number, but uh, I recognize that the we didn't mention the number of of coaches that you trained so far. So, uh, what is the reach of these two programs? Uh, so there was a peak uh, which we mm. no longer have, unfortunately, because there are people leaving. Some of them are becoming professional coaches. So yeah. uh, at the peak moment, we had around three hundred and thirty coaches. Uh, uh, internally certified in Nokia. Now it's uh, below 300, uh, but close to 300. And these coaches come from all uh, around the world. Uh, many of them are business leaders, so um, not uh, from the HR organization. And for those leaders who have gone through the Coaching for Success program, uh, it's uh, again above 300, so a steadily increasing number. Uh, by the end of the year, we will uh, definitely be beyond 400. So um, yeah. growing, I mean, it, a growing community. Yeah, even though you're saying like, yeah, it is not as much, it's generally much more than most organizations, most true, global even organizations true. have. So it's, it's, it's quite an amazing number really that you trained. Um, so yeah, and how do you, uh, I know that you have that role as well. How do you keep the community? So we, we use our internal social media to the extent that we can. Uh, of course, some people um, are not as active on these platforms. Uh, so we have uh, Yammer groups uh, for both communities. We organize regularly uh, calls with the communities. Um, I usually ask the community members what are the topics that they would like to hear more about. So, for example, uh, in springtime for the Coaching for Success group, the leaders, uh, there was the ask uh, to look into psychological safety and levels of listening in more detail. Psychological safety has been part of the uh, program for leaders, by the way. you can read about it more and more these days and has been really essential if you think about COVID, but also our uh, organizational changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sometimes manage to invite guest speakers. And when it comes to our coach community, there are always some very proactive uh, coaches who are ready to share either some uh, fresh experiences or some good practice tips Um For example, um, last time we spoke about what kind of assessment tools can help in uh, career coaching. So career Mm. coaching is also a hot and relevant topic in most companies. And one of the coaches who has really dug deep into this topic, she was uh, sharing her experiences and her tools So really, it's about knowledge sharing, it's about practice sharing, and also the sense of belonging. So let's not forget that we are a huge uh, company, and um, it's it's a good feeling that you you belong. So just to give you another example, which is not so much knowledge specific, but maybe fun a fun factor. Uh, Before Christmas, we had a special uh, Christmas event for the coach community with a quiz and some fun and some music. And we also try to organize some global events uh, on top of what uh, is there on learning and development side. Um, The um, 
it's the last such achievement that I'm very proud of on behalf of uh, the coach and the mentor community. Uh, is a video that we put together with some of the coaches and mentors uh, sharing why they believe uh, coaching and mentoring are so powerful and beneficial. Oh, wonderful. And it was a very energizing and and fun uh, video, uh, which we could use on our global day of learning. So that made also many people interested and they reached out to coaches and mentors after that. Wow, that's that's the way to create advocates in a company, that's for sure. Either as coaches or as a, as as the coaches. And so is there, I mean, you mentioned a few uh, technological elements. Is there some kind of a technology that you use other than the, 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 the spaces to hold the community? I mean, how can someone, for instance, reach out to a coach? Probably it's globally spread. So I assume that you have certain certain technologies at hand. Um, I, I need to uh, find my words properly uh, to phrase this very well. So, yes, of course, we, we do have uh, proper platforms for the uh, coach pool and mm-hmm. also for the mentor directory. Uh, both are SharePoint based. So mm-hmm. whatever is within the scope of our normal offering of uh, Office 365, uh, the look and feel are slightly different. Um we are trying to improve step by step. So finding personal details about a coach or uh, mm-hmm. filtering for what are the topics that a mentor is uh, an expert in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, improves the user experience. But I would say we have a way to go when it comes to improvements. Mm-hmm. And it depends on uh, our possibilities in the future. So it's it's partly budget, partly sure. uh, resource, uh, so time perspective and, and who is ready to support. So uh, setting up the first call with a coach or a mentor that is definitely dependent on the individual looking for mm-hmm. support mm-hmm. and it will be in the end an Outlook invitation through mm-hmm. the calendar. So mm-hmm. um, new technology combined with what I would say is the standard approach. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I, I I would say, to be brutally honest, uh, there's room to improve. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most most organizations already have that, uh, but most organizations don't. I mean, I, I know uh, some organizations still doing it on pen and paper. So uh, it's obviously not possible in your case with, with so many no, people. No, so the, the, I, I think the basic intent is really uh, that the coaching and mentoring services are accessible for everyone mm-hmm. in the company. So it's mm-hmm. not job specific. It's not just for leaders. Mm-hmm. And therefore we need to make this very open, very transparent. That's why we have mm-hmm. these directories in place, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, people um, can easily use. Yeah. And since you mentioned that, I, I thought about, are there any specific uh themes of coaching uh, or is it like can anyone just reach out to someone and say like i need a coach and the, the subject could be anything how does it work we've we've tried traditionally to differentiate between coaching and mentoring in this mm-hmm. regard so saying that if you need assistance on a specific topic you probably need to talk to a subject matter expert and mm-hmm. use the the mentor directory so mm-hmm. um, a typical example would be leading virtual teams so mm-hmm. now it's not a new topic but two years ago it was something mm-hmm. that uh, many leaders were not familiar with and sure. it's mainly because of covid that they have gone through a very steep yeah. learning curve yeah. 
And with coaching, it can be any topic. It's rather, is there a chemistry between the coach and the coachee and that mm -hmm. first discussion and uh, trying to find out what will be the topics. But you mentioned some, some specific themes and some specific themes have arisen, um, especially this year. Um, we have discussed piloting uh, coaching to support uh, colleagues returning from a longer leave of absence. So it can be maternity yeah. leave, paternity mm -hmm. leave. In some countries, it's very short, but in others, it can be a quite extensive period. And they need to rebuild the confidence. Uh, they might be mm -hmm. concerned that um, they will not be able to, to manage time-wise. Mm -hmm. um, will their perception, will their image uh, be different from... Uh, when uh, they started the, the leave of absence, or it can be looking after a family member uh, yeah. going through a, a long period of sickness. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is something that we introduced this spring, and it's not relevant for the whole coach community, but some coaches volunteered that they would like to help in this area. Career coaching, I mentioned, is a, is a hot topic. Uh, and again, um, all of all of the coaches are ready and willing to support in this, but uh, some have gone through some some special learning uh, to feel better equipped. Wow. Um, and maybe uh, something that everyone on uh, listening to us can relate to is the effects of COVID and talking about yeah. anxiety on the one hand and um, possibly burnout. Yeah. because there is less di distinction between work life and personal yeah. life. Uh, this has also been a, a topic of focus and um, um, discussed in one of the coach community calls uh, mm -hmm. with some tools in place. So how do you recognize if somebody is mm -hmm. suffering from burnout? Um, I'd say we are much better prepared uh, to cover these topics than two, three years ago. Yeah. Wow. And it, it sounds like there is a real engagement from the side of the, the coaches when you're talking about that, really, you know, looking into certain themes, developing themselves on certain areas. So uh, because sometimes it's uh, we train coaches and they are there, they are available, but they don't uh, actively, um, you know, work on their own coaching skills or try to gain uh, some deeper expertise. So what I'm hearing you say is uh, coaches are also uh, engaged on that level as well. So it's not just the sessions, uh, but they, they continue to develop themselves on certain areas. So it's... I would say that we have a core group of people who mm -hmm. are highly engaged, passionate about coaching Lovely. and constantly developing themselves. So they uh, carry on uh, improving their coaching skills. Some of them um, actually participate in external courses as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to do any marketing for any, any company or, <laughs> or coaching association here. Uh, and there are those who probably I would call a little bit more passive and mm -hmm. not that visible in the coach community, but it's it's natural, like with all training. Yeah. So there are people who uh, buy into it, and it becomes their 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 life and blood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there are others who know that they have the coaching mm -hmm. skills and and use it from from time mm -hmm. to time. And I I see actually a very similar theme among the leaders who are equipped with coaching yeah. skills and are using uh, a more uh, coaching based leadership style. Uh, some of them become uh, 
ambassadors, evangelists yeah. Yeah. in the company, and there are others who complete the training and um, use use what they have learned, but aren't really advocates, so they yeah. aren't doing any uh, active advertising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like like you said, like any other training, maybe even for hobbies, you know. Uh, sometimes yes, people indeed. take hobbies, and sometimes some become much more, I would say, almost professional in it, and some some don't. Yeah, yeah. And is there a certain uh, success metric around it, or is it like uh, just the, the fact that people are benefiting from coaching is enough? So, what what are the uh, thoughts around that? Uh, it somehow goes back also to what you were asking about the platform. So how mm -hmm. can you find a coach or a, a mentor? And by the way, we have a very similar challenge also with mentoring. So mm -hmm. um, KPIs are, are not uh, what we use, at least mm -hmm. for the time being. Mm -hmm. uh, what we do, so first of all, when it comes to the training programs, of course, we, we ask for feedback from participants. How did they find the training? What was most relevant? Mm -hmm. And we usually get very high scores. Uh, mm -hmm. So people really uh, appreciate the training and they believe it's very effective. Also, this online version. Um, then we ask for feedback from the coaches and the mentees uh, in the form of uh, short surveys. So, um, this is also helpful. We, we conduct this on a, on a regular basis. So the, the form is open and they can uh, answer the questions anytime, provided that their coach or mentor shares with them the link that here, here you can provide us with your feedback. We also encourage coaches and mentors to ask for feedback uh, at the end of a uh, coaching or mentoring session and especially after the relationship is officially over. Mm -hmm. And with the coach community, um, there is an annual uh, feedback survey, uh, which contains um, a slightly longer list of questions, mm -hmm. also around what are the typical topics and how long are the coaching sessions um, and how many uh, coaches are they supporting these kind of more detailed questions. Uh, and of course, I share the uh, results with the coach community at the beginning of the year. These are the key findings. Uh, here are some suggestions where we could improve and asking the community uh, to be involved and, and share their ideas. How can we how can we reach the next level? Yeah. How can we improve? Yeah. So it's a continuous improvement. Yeah. Yeah. And that that brings us to my to my next question very, uh, uh, you know, very easily. I was about to ask, like, what's on the horizon uh, for Nokia in the sense of uh, all the coaching and mentoring or uh, also for leaders to coach, maybe? Yeah. Um, I don't think you will be very surprised when I say that we would like to spread the coaching culture even wider. Mm -hmm. uh, so to make it an essential uh, leadership element or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. spread the coaching style among Nokia leaders. Uh, one instance is that for, for new leaders, there is a training program uh, in which there is a specific module on uh, the GROW model, mm -hmm. so to learn the essentials. Mm -hmm. um, very much in line with our culture and the Nokia essentials that we refer to these days. So not the Nokia values, but the Nokia essentials. Uh, we talk about open, fearless and empowered. So you can make the connection to 
innovation, you can make the connection to more open communication based on trust and uh, being fearless, i.e. ready to challenge the status quo, mm -hmm. at least on, uh, uh, on the level of principles uh, or aspirations. We, we have that. And I think coaching uh, will greatly assist this. Yeah. So um, if you ask what is my ambition that all Nokia leaders uh, improve their listening skills, mm -hmm. uh, that they ask more and uh, try not to solve all the problems themselves and mm -hmm. not instruct their teams on how to do things, but rather empower uh, their teams. And this will, I'm sure, lead to um, a more trust-based um, mm -hmm. company culture related to psychological safety as well as innovation in the okay. sense of encouraging new ideas, um, improving processes. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, those are the topics that I talk about and think about a lot also. And when you talk about like people uh, contributing to the work rather than being told also helps a lot with engagement of the people for the processes and engagement generally to the organization. So exactly. those are those are really important topics. And especially, yeah, you al already mentioned also the innovation, which is, I think, much more needed um, uh, with, with this uh, ever-changing world that we're living in. Um, so, yeah, I'm not surprised, but it's wonderful to hear what you what you described in, in full uh, full uh, structure, because um, sometimes it's uh, very easily said like coaching culture, but the effects it has on the business and the way people work is not thought about in depth. So uh, wonderful to hear that from you. I, I think there are companies uh, which which are more prepared to share numbers. So what is the business impact? Um, are there visible signs of high-performing uh, teams? What about the effect on engagement? So we, we have all these ideas there in principle and, and try to... Um, to measure but we don't have these sophisticated tools to do that mm -hmm. uh, as said this is an ambition or an aspiration and i i see that we are making small steps forward um, but let's be honest uh, due to the pandemic and due also to the huge transformation that the company has gone through um, it's it's not that easy to achieve this yeah and yeah. that's why coaching has become more important than ever yeah Yeah, uh, the effect yeah. that it has. Yeah, especially for organizations like Nokia that are really big and it's like very difficult to move a ship. But I think uh, the um, the coaching methodology helps that a lot because it's it's a very um, non-frictional way of transforming things, a very natural, organic way to do that. So mm. I think it's it's, mm. it's very important uh, on that on that context. And one last question. Uh, if, I mean, people here listening to us are probably either HR people or business leaders. Um, what would be one tip for that you would like, like to share with them if they're embarking on such a coaching journey in their organization? What is something that, that they need to be aware of? If they are thinking about embarking on this journey, I would say a, a fundamental element is the, the role modeling. So mm -hmm. that 
if you talk about the benefits, the the power of coaching, you need also to do the coaching yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is a more credible way than saying, not only am I coaching, but I'm also being coached. Um, so you can share your personal experiences and talk about the benefits. Um, slowly spread the word. So have some... Uh, advocates, uh, some allies who can also spread the coaching culture within the company. So think about who would be your first people to reach out to, mm-hmm. um, to learn about coaching skills, start using them and influence their their teams. The pebble in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great tips, uh, especially the, the uh, role modeling is very much uh, overseen, I believe. So great point. Uh, Bori, thank you so much for bringing your wisdom and experience to the call. Uh, it's, it's again, I, I was again uh, excited to hear the extent of the work that you're doing. Um, thank you for sharing all that very openly, very transparently with everyone. Uh, thank you, Oslem. So you pointed out the role modeling. I'm definitely trying to be a good role model of open, transparent communication, mm-hmm. uh, being my authentic self. Um, mm-hmm not to overuse this expression, of course. It was my pleasure to be here with you, Aslam, today. And I hope we can influence other companies to take on coaching. It's fantastic. It's amazing. We love it, as you could hear. Yes, exactly. We are passionate about it and we can talk about it, you know, uh, for, for hours maybe. So thank you once again. So thank you all for joining us on this episode of The Coaching Programme. Make sure to subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're having your podcasts. If you found this conversation helpful, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or you can simply tell a friend about the show who might benefit from it. Be sure to tune in for our next episode next week, and let's all create more meaningful coaching experiences for everyone. See you all.